It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thank you very much indeed for your company on, well, it was supposed to be a beautiful, lovely day, but it's really not out there. It's really quite cloudy and miserable, uh, but uh, hopefully a nicer day ahead for most of us. Um, but well, the question is for an awful lot of us is whether we're going to be able to pay our bills. There's no doubt at all. Those latest inflation figures have uh, put the cat among the pigeons and really focused minds. Certainly at Westminster, well, well, many of those people are facing, let's face it, a lower rate of inflation in terms of what they're spending their money on than people who won the lowest or even average incomes. Average MP, what, MP, 85 grand a year, as I think it is, plus some expenses. Um, people who are under anything 30 grand and below will be seeing an inflation rate considerably higher because of the amount of money they're having to spend the proportion of their income they're spending on energy and on food which of course are going up far more uh, than many other um, items that we put into our our baskets uh, we're going to be talking about that throughout the show as it appears there are some battles going on at the very heart of government indeed uh, at the very heart of Downing Street over what the government should do next well here to discuss that and all of the other big stories of the day yes I do want to talk about Meghan and Harry uh, because they've got a new documentary series sort of meet the Kardashians meet the Markles perhaps I'd uh, love to hear your thoughts on that as well. Um, but uh, here to discuss all of the big stories uh, is uh, Alan Tolhurster, who is the Chief Reporter at Politics Home. Good morning to you. Good morning, Julia. Um, very good to have somebody in the studio this morning uh, on a day when we're discussing what is happening at the heart of Westminster, <coughs> not just uh, over inflation, but also over these allegations against this uh, Conservative MP. Yeah. Um, let's talk first about the stuff that does actually affect everybody's lives, which is inflation. 9% was the headline figure yesterday. Yep. Today. But it basically, you know, if you're on higher incomes, like including MPs, you're, you're looking at 8% income, uh, inflation, still a huge sum. If you are on lower incomes, you're a pensioner on a state pension, you're on benefits, you're, you're earning minimum wage, you're actually looking at uh, 11% inflation. Huge, huge extra percentage um, that you're spending of your income on the necessities of life, which is the, which is the stuff that's going up an awful lot. Um, Prime Minister yesterday at PMQs was talking keeps saying there's going to be more help to come doesn't he again and again rishi sunak uh, the chancellor uh, speaking at sort of set piece dinner the cbi last night um he said you know there were no measures that any government could take that could make these global forces disappear overnight which which is true um but there are some reports of the papers which are well connected would you say um, about i mean the mail for instance tories triple tax cut boost they are saying the times though say hopes for a windfall tax blocked by number 10 team 
Talk us through what's going on. Yeah, it does seem as though there's a bit of a disconnect between number 10 and, and number 11. I think, you know, the fact there's a windfall tax has clearly been on the cards for quite a long time. I think possibly the reason that Boris Johnson's been against it is because Labour have been pushing it so hard and I think they don't want to be seen sort of like following Labour's kind of yeah. lead on this stuff. But I think clearly if you look at the fact that, you know, a lot of the arguments against it was that it would be against investment. It would stop investment um, from those energy companies. But actually, even the boss of BP said that he was he didn't think that it would deter any investments. Yeah. Therefore, the fact that business has been quite passive towards it means that it's kind of cleared a space for it to happen. It seems that like the Treasury think that it's interesting. And, and, and well, I they've, think, done, they've done some polling, haven't they? We told right, this internal polling, eight out of ten popular, people. I mean, yeah. But again, I mean, you know, it's like a lot of Corbyn's policies in 2017, 2019. I mean, it is wildly popular to tax other people. <laughs> I mean, I'm really happy for your taxes to go up, Alan. I'm sure you're really happy for mine to go up. The point is, is that actually, you know, these taxes affect everyone. Um, but the thing about the windfall tax, I was, I was largely opposed to it. I don't think you should have sort of retrospective taxes. I think, you know, we need, we need to stop going for that. But the key thing is, this is tax on money, which they didn't expect to earn yeah. as profit. They, they, they're basically benefiting from, from Vladimir Putin invading Ukraine. I don't, you know, you, I don't think you've got any sort of moral right to that. It's not like, it's not because, you know, BP and Shell and everyone... Worked have, really hard. Oh, I mean, they've, yeah. they've, they've done amazing management changes, amazing investment decisions, and look, they've reaped these benefits. Absolutely, you keep those profits, as far as I'm concerned. They're just, they're basically just making it off the backs of other people. They're making it off the backs of people dying in Ukraine is what they're doing. Right, and, but I think that the problem for the Treasury is that actually the longer you leave it, then the less worthwhile it becomes, because the worse yeah. the crisis gets, then the less money, that the, the less proportional it'll actually help. Yeah. The, the calculations reckon that it'll help about £120 per household, which yeah. actually is not a huge amount no. given that what's happening. We know that the energy bills have gone up by several hundred. They're going to go up by probably £500, £600 when the energy price goes yeah. up later. So actually, the longer you leave it, then the less helpful it's going to be. And you are going to have to go further, as, as that story in well, the mail says. You're going to have to do other things as well to actually help. Yeah, well, they're talking about a triple tax cut, and, and particularly they're targeting help up the three million people in the, who are lowest paid people who are literally going, there is no cash. Yeah, yeah. There, there is nothing. There's not a sort of, oh, I'm going to stop buying that Starbucks coffee. No, they, 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 there isn't any extra cash going there. Um, talking about doing that, also cutting tax for, for business mm. um, to prompt investment. Good. It's businesses that are being hit a lot by energy. I mean, you know, prices are going up in the supermarket because the people who are producing these goods, whether it's uh, farms or, or you, know, man, you know, the manufacturers, their energy prices, their costs of fertiliser, feed for right. the animals has just gone, I mean, it's gone up by, in some cases, you know, 30, 40%. Uh, and we're not seeing quite those sort of price rises on most of our goods. Um, but, you know, so, at some point it's going to have to be yeah, passed on. Yeah. Um, they're also looking at, yeah, an emergency tax cut for the poorest families. One option is a change to universal credit rules uh, mm. to let more um, uh, low-paid workers get help. But, of course, you aren't looking at, you know, just the poorest who are being hit by this. You're looking at, I suppose you would say, your, your target Tory voters, the sort of the heart, the heartland of, of Tory voters who are who are being hit. And that those phrases you talk about, you know, the hard-working families we used to hear about, never hear about the ones who don't work hard, do you? But the hard-working families who, you could say, have done everything right. They yeah. go out to work every day, everyone's working, everyone's doing their bit, they're making ends meet, and now they can't make ends meet anymore. And you, you blame the government. No, and no, one of the big issues is, you know, is that everything that they try and do gets swallowed up really quickly. Do you remember yeah. the, the spring statement? There was this cut to um, the cost of fuel for your five p off a litre. Oh, great! You know, but that's that's gone nowhere. We're now it I was think gone seeing, within a week, right? Exactly, and we're now seeing petrol prices. I think higher. You know, the, the highest they've ever been. Mm. So again, you know, the issue for the government is that, you know, at what point do they say we can't? 
keep helping. You know, like you say, Sunak was right when he said that you know the, the global forces, the post the pandemic and then the war, uh, the Russia's war with Ukraine, have meant that it's very difficult. But at some point, they have to say, right, we're going to stop doing. We're going to do some action. Well, it's interesting that the the UN are warning about uh, the you know, food global food crisis. And again, you think things, you know, us being able to not be able to afford as much food here is very different from people literally starving to yeah. death in many poorer countries. Um, but but this idea that Vladimir Putin is weaponizing global food supplies, deliberately destroying Ukraine agriculture. We know we've, we've seen all these wonderful pictures of tractors in Ukraine towing uh, Russian tanks. But actually, you know, there's an awful lot of, of agricultural machine, machinery that's been stolen by uh, the Russians. They're just taking it. You know, basically, it's a free for all. Uh, you know, take what you want. Um, and that's going to have a massive hit. I mean, who knew until this war that we were so reliant on Ukraine for you know, some was it, and Russian, you know, sunflower oil, wheat yeah. um, and fertilizer. And you think, oh, well, you can live without those. Actually, these are mainstays of, of, of most of most foodstuffs. Um, the thing is, when the government says, look, there's nothing we can do about these global you know, forces. Well, I mean, the reality is, is the ability of the ability of countries to withstand these problems is down to government policy. So, for instance, having independent, reliable, secure energy supplies, right? Yeah. Um, and, and not not relying on every item for every item of food to come from abroad, uh, building up our own agriculture and food supplies. I've always believed that we should be far more self sufficient. Yeah. Um, and we look at other countries. I mean, say like Japan, for instance. You know, it's never had a lockdown. Uh, it's coped very well with uh, with with COVID. Um, they they are not experiencing any inflation at anything like the same rate we are. No, and actually, if you go back to one of the the sort of tenets post Brexit was that actually being outside of the EU would allow us to bring some of those things that had to be outsourced because of EU uh, competition rules would to be brought back to the UK. You know, it's been six years. Yeah. Are we seeing? Well, it's not been six years. It's been a couple of years, and we've been in a pandemic for, uh, and a lockdown for most of it. I mean, that's sure. the thing. people say we haven't seen the benefits of Brexit. Well, I haven't seen the benefits of anything for quite a long time. To be honest with you. I mean, for me, you know, this is a really big thing, though. Long-term energy policy, yeah. net zero n- nuttiness, obsession with globalisation over actually, you know, jobs at home and industry at home and agriculture at home. But also, who knew that locking down the economy for two years would have a really bad long-term economic effect? And when the entire world does it, we could have been a world leader telling people not to do this and proving that it wasn't necessary to do this. We could have done, you know, done what Sweden did and we could have got us all out of this hole a lot quicker. I mean, sorry, politicians brought this on us um um, their fault sorry their fault the breakfast briefing with julia hartley brewer on talk radio if you liked what you heard please subscribe and give me a good review and don't forget to catch me on the talk radio breakfast show every weekday from 6 30 until 10 hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.